This is a story about a widowed mom with two kids that had her house paid off but still lived in poverty. All because her late husband got sold the wrong kind of insurance policy for his needs. So if you want to learn what you should be using to protect your family, then listen on. All right, so this topic today is uh, going to be about uh, mortgage insurance and can kind of comparing that to uh, life insurance instead. So why don't you tell us a little bit about um, the, the couple that we know of um, in an adjacent town to us. Sure. This is not people I know personally, but people who I know know personally. Yeah. And um, the story is, is a young couple. The husband was the main breadwinner and the wife stayed home. They had two young kids. And they had a house with a mortgage and bills and whatnot. Tragically, the husband died unexpectedly in an accident. And um, fortunately for them, they had mortgage insurance. So the, the idea of mortgage insurance, it's offered by the banks. And it's just to pay the mortgage off at the bank. That's the only purpose of it. It's only for the bank. It's for the benefit of the bank. And that's probably the bottom line. So a lot of people say, well, that's great. At least she didn't have any debt. Well, there's always a little bit more to the story that needs to be discussed or explained to find out, well, how well did this work out? So we have a young couple. The husband was the breadwinner. The wife doesn't work, didn't work, and stayed home and looked after the kids. He dies. The mortgage insurance pays off the mortgage. So now this single mom, this widow, widowed mother of two, has a house that's paid for, and she has no income. And because she has no income, she can't even refinance the house. She has no access to credit because she, has, she hasn't worked and she has no credit history or credit uh, score or record. So how, I mean, how does that make any sense? How does that make any sense? How can that be a solution? It's good for the bank. They got paid off. They don't really care what happens to her and the house and the kids. They got the money. She's got the house. And that's always the problem. You end up with the house paid for, you still have no money. There's, you need money to insure the house. You need money to operate the house. You need money to maintain the house. You still need an income. So paying off the mortgage is not a solution. You could have a house worth $500,000 and still be broke and have no income and can't afford to keep the house. You got the house, the bank got all the money. That is not the solution. So Especially the question when you have a house that's like it was in a traditional mortgage and that once you have the mortgage paid off, it's not like you get access back to that money. You exactly. know, it's paid off, the bank has it and that's it. There's right. no more access to the money. Right. You have the asset, but the only way that you could do anything with that asset, with that house, is sell it to get the money. Right. But then you don't have a house. Right. So you're stuck. Right. So compare that to what else could they do? Like, what else should they have done? Well, owning your own insurance policy, where you actually own the policy, you choose your spouse typically would be the beneficiary, and that money can be used for anything. It can be used to replace the spouse's income for five years or ten years. You know, Anthony, you've got your own insurance policy. And uh, it was a, the initial one you got was a term policy because it was cheap, and it's going it's a thirty year term policy. Mm-hmm. It's going to provide your spouse and and uh, finance for your children for for the next twenty years. Um, whether or not there's any mortgage or debt on your house or you owe any money on your cars or anything, right? Yep. So that's so we need insurance, 
but owning your own policy where you own it and control it is a thousand times better than buying mortgage insurance at the bank. And most often it's cheaper mm -hmm. and you have full control of how to use the money. You can pay off debt if you want to. I wouldn't necessarily suggest it if you need income, mm -hmm. but at least you get to choose rather than just all for the bank and only for the bank. And when you go get a mortgage, the first thing they're going to ask you is, well, of course you're going to want mortgage insurance. And you say, oh, yeah, of course I want to insure that. But that is not the best thing, and nobody's going to tell you that it's there's a only, better. It's only looking out for the bank. Exactly. That's yeah. The money goes straight to the bank, nothing to do with you. If you have a personal insurance on your wife or your husband, then you literally get the money in your bank account, and you get to choose what you want to do with it. Right. That's one other question, or one other thing I wanted to talk about: the how about when, when the, the insurance is, the underwriting is done on the insurance. Can you explain like what underwriting is, and then and then right. what that means? When you get your personal insurance policy, they put you through a health questionnaire. Uh, they do a blood test, a urine test to make sure you're healthy. They want to know your health history. They even want to know your family's health history: mom, dad, brothers, and sisters. And so, when you get approved. You are approved, you own and control that policy. You got it, you're in. However, in the case of a mortgage insurance, they, don't, they ask you some basic questions, but they don't, really un, they don't really do the underwriting until claim time. So this means if you happen or when you die, that's when the bank or the insurance company, sorry, when the insurance company goes digging into your health history. They start questioning the answers to your questions. They contact your doctor and look in his notes. And if they find that you have either incorrectly answered something or didn't know that your doctor had some different notes in his file than what you were aware of, which quite often is the case, there was a, there was a thing on TV with a local uh, bank and an insurance company that we're all, we all know about uh, in Canada. And uh, there were three people on that show. It was probably like a marketplace type show, three people who had mortgage insurance and their spouses th that were insured uh, died and all three of them, the insurance company did not pay their mortgage off because they uh, implied that the person lied. The one, the one question that was brought up, have you ever had a cancer test? Well, the average person wouldn't really consciously think about having a cancer test, but possibly if you're a woman, you might have had a mammogram, or if you're a man, you might have had a prostate exam. Those are really classified as cancer. They're testing for cancer as well. And so you might have answered incorrectly. So they're going to question you on that and say, well, if you lied about that, what else are you lying about? And so they start going digging. And I can assure you that if you request a copy of your file at your doctor's office, there is a ton of stuff in there that you do not know about. Mm. I, I requested mine, and I was surprised at how detailed the notes were that the doctor prescribed a, a prescription and I didn't fill it. And then he told me I should do this and I didn't follow his instructions. You don't think those insurance companies are going to use all that stuff against you to, to deny your claim? Yeah. But when you own your own insurance policy, you're in, that thing will pay uh, no matter what. If you said you're a non-smoker when you applied and in fact you were a smoker, they would modify the payout to reflect smoker rates if they discovered or proved that you were actually a smoker and mm. it didn't show up in your tests they would apply smoker rates and in, you know charge you the premium that you should have paid but they still pay the claim and so there's a huge difference there and and the last thing you want or your spouse wants at uh, at the at a death of someone is to be jerked around on the paying of an insurance claim doesn't matter what it's for that's the last thing you need 
uh, is getting static from those insurance companies for any reason. Right. So it's critical, uh, I believe, to own your own policy where you control it, where it's got nothing to do with your mortgage, it's got nothing to do with your house. It's strictly about you and your life and your health and your spouse or your family gets to use that money how they see fit and nobody else. And any money that comes from an insurance policy is tax-free. Exactly. To your family. All proceeds right. from insurance. life insurance is uh, paid tax-free to your beneficiaries and you get to choose who they are. Right. Now, one other thing that I remember um, about this as well, like is uh, for life insurance, you know, you get it, let's say that you get life insurance the first time you buy a house and you have that life insurance to cover that house, um, you know, sh should anything happen to you um, or at least give your family that the income. Right. So down the road, five years later, you're like, oh, we kind of outgrew this house. We're going to go to another house. And so you go to another house and you still have your life insurance. Right. And it's still covered, and it's still you're still paying the low rate that you did five years ago, mm -hmm. not five years now uh, in the future. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you were to have gotten the ho the uh, mortgage insurance, they set you up and they and you pay the rates on that insurance for those five years, mm -hmm. and then you go and switch houses and you start up a new insurance policy on the new house, mm -hmm. and you pay higher rates because. It, they're just redoing it over again, mm -hmm. and you're old, and now you're older, and inflation's mm -hmm. went up. And and all these different things have happened. Yep. So mm -hmm. every time you change your mortgage, you have to you're going to end up paying higher rates because mm -hmm. the rates will go up just because of your age. Mm -hmm. So having the life insurance just cover it all the way across makes a lot more sense that way, and it actually does save you money as well. Yeah. yeah. The one thing you need to know as well that mortgage mortgage insurance they can cancel that on you at any time. They own and control that, and they, they can cancel it at any time, whether you want them to or not. So you don't have any say. I don't want to be in that position where somebody else is dictating whether or not my insurance is in force. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, one other thing about rates. Typical like mortgage insurance doesn't have like any guarantees on any of the rates for the, for the mortgages, nope. or for the insurance, sorry. Right. Um, whereas uh, when you sign a, a, a contract with a life insurance policy, those rates are guaranteed. Exactly. It's a guaranteed thing. Yeah. Let's say, well, you've got a 30-year policy. Yep. Those rates are guaranteed to be locked in for the full 30 years and nobody can change them. So yep. you know that's not going to change and you know the, the death benefit on that policy is not going to change either. Yep. It's you're in and you got it. Yeah. But with the mortgages, so there's the other side of it. Let's say when you start out, you have a mortgage for $500,000 and that's what the premium is based on. But as you pay down that mortgage, you're still paying a premium as if it was $500,000 debt to the bank. Although you may have it paid down to 250000 So the premiums are never reflected in the reduction in that debt. Hmm. You're paying the full premium as if you still owed the whole 500000 even though the bank's only going to pay it out two fifty, you know, 10 years down the road. So that's not right either. Oh. You know, you're paying as if you still paid the full meal deal even though you got it paid down half. So that's another factor that people aren't really told, but you know they should know about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mine mine is a thirty-year policy for five hundred thousand. Yep, and it's forty bucks a month. Forty bucks a month. Who can't afford that? Everybody spends twice as much as that on their car or a meal. When I hear somebody that says they they can't afford insurance, they don't have their priorities right. Oh, well, they don't know. They, they spend more at Starbucks on coffee in a month than they do f to have an insurance policy to protect their family. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah, it just doesn't uh, doesn't fly with me. Ill-informed or uninformed. Yeah.
that you really don't know the benefit. If you like this episode, you're going to love our free online workshop that explains the concept and many others in more detail. The True Wealth Workshop will give you the tools to get out of debt quicker, get your finances in order the right way. Sign up for the free online workshop at mycustombank.com.